What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. You want to go see Green Day, don't you? Oh. The Smashing Pumpkins rancid September 23rd. We're disappointed that you did your job. T-Mobile Park, keep betting against me. I'm going to at least get one of these right. Uh, Text the word tonight to 206-803-ROCK, 206-803-7625. The word is tonight. I'm assuming it's in the smashing uh, pumpkins hit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would explain, because I was just wondering, like, why it didn't matter. Tonight to 206-803-ROCK. All right, do we have time for a few emails from the men's room at KISW.com? So proud of himself right now. (laughs) You weren't in the studio yet, Mike's like... Think it remembers? I said no, and I'm not saying a word. I yep, said that yep. to Ted as you guys walked out. I was like, "There's no way that he remembers to yep, say this." Yep, I know, but I was like, he wrote it down and he highlighted it, so that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not good. But did you write it down yesterday? Yes, I put right. it down he, twice. We only put it down once. We were honestly doing anything that we could to stack the deck against you. I, I, I understand that. I know. I know. I would do the exact same thing. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> the band is the cure. That's right. Uh, as yeah, as he, I, I mean, the thing is, this is an easy one for him to remember. He never shuts up about his love of the pumpkins. Oh, right. man, oh, man. I Constantly. can't wait. Wow, wow, wow. I'm sorry I'm going to miss that one. I've already got a, a date planned for uh, next year on uh, September 23rd. So I'm, I'm, Some other band. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to karaoke night or whatever. Oh, let's see. As far as your old school thing, a couple questions or uh, emails here. Uh, Ola, guys, this is a, a pretty crazy subject for me. Thousands of comics, DVDs, and old school video games. I still have a working Atari and television. Yeah. Nintendo and Sega games that I play pretty regularly. I would kill you in Sea Battle. Uh, 8-bit is where it's at. Don't let anyone tell you different. That from Terry. What's Sea Battle? It was an old television game. Oh. Uh, C-S-E-A. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Much different game than the yeah, other sea battle. That'd be uh, cool, man, if we could get some adult entertainment. So you got right like here. a battleship, aircraft carrier, submarine, all this kind of thing. For whatever reason, I dominated at the game. All right. Yeah. I, television is just right before, like I said, my brother had an Atari, so it I remember was, that one. It was So it was post-Atari, but pre-Nintendo. All right. It was like in the gray area of video games. It was like the, it was highfalutin because, and television was the first home video game where it actually spoke. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, everything it said sounded like this, but you're still like, that's so awesome. Yeah, and they had one of the sexiest uh, celebrity spokespeople ever to sell that thing. What so was that, his name? George Plimpton? George Plimpton. George Plimpton. George Plimpton. Yeah. Guys, I still have uh, my original Game Boy from 1989. Almost 35 years later, it still works. Damn. That's Rock impressive. Uh, I, I, I'm not shocked by that. That, but that, that it still works? Yeah. I think I think the older you get, the simpler the technology is, the the, the longer it lasts. There's a weird thing, too. That we were I mean, my at... radio that I listen to it in my home is from 1923. Right. And it still works. And it's the same damn speaker. That's the amazing part to me. Yeah. New tubes, but still sure. same, same speaker. <laughs> uh, bitches, I like uh, collecting old things. I currently have. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to start using that term. Ah, new tubes. Same speaker. That's right. Talk about my wife. Uh-huh. I know. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Same old, same old. <laughs> Stick out of that mouth, Donner. Like collecting old things, I've got one rotary phone, one push-button style phone, two manual typewriters, two record players, 150 or so vinyl albums, a vacuum tube amp, 
floor standing speakers, dartboard, tons of old gas station signs, and other car parts on display in my man cave like old oil cans, jazz memorabilia, uh, pictures, toy brass instruments, uh, old metal Sure microphone. Looks like it came from the 50s. My, I got one of those. Uh, 555W. Functioning traffic light, full set of used bowling pins, old bowling balls to outline my garden, baseball cards in a display case, and a little corner of the room dedicated to baseball. One new bat, another one from MLB on the way. Uh, pencils for note-taking old books, two boxes of Flutie Flakes, and the Buffalo Bills around 1999. Tension approved. And I'm currently waiting on an illuminated metal on-air sign to be delivered to go with the mic. Oh, nice. Uh, thanks, gentlemen. I love the old-school random stuff. That from Jerry. You clearly like the old-school random stuff. Your house sounds more like a museum, which, is, to be honest with you, those are the houses I generally appreciate. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. it, Sports memorabilia is definitely, like, I don't know if that counts as kind of keeping old stuff around because you're kind of keeping it forever. It's a keepsake yeah. at that yeah. point. Hello, uh, naked ladies. It is my nerdy fiance's Kate's 32nd birthday today. We've been together for 12 years this coming Friday, and we'll be married in late June next year. Miles would like where we're getting married at. It'll be a golf course. So could Miles give uh, some maybe jokes on anything nerdy because it's a nerdy guy marrying a, a nerdy girl. And the captain sharing what he did at the last wedding that he attended. Thank you guys for all the laughs and making a living bearable. Pleasure meeting you all at the 884 Bar in Bremerton. Stay beautiful, bitches. That from Rainier. All right, Rainier, I'm going to give you some nerd jokes. Are we ready for this one? Science nerdy. Science nerdy. Yeah, yeah. What did one tectonic plate say when he bumped into the other? What did one tectonic, uh, tectonic plate say when it bumped into the other? That's rumble. Sorry, my fault. Fault. That's rumble, not bad, though. All what right, right. The, uh, <laughs> what's the quickest way to determine the sex of a chromosome? What is the quickest way to determine the sex of a chromosome? That's easy, Steve. You pull down its genes. I hate that I laughed at that. And what did one cell tell his sister cell when she stepped on his toe? What did he say to his sister cell when she stepped on his toe? Ouch, that's my toe, sis! (laughs) That is some nerd ass. Yeah. Hello. Well, ahoy there. Congratulations on your nuptials. I know a good divorce lawyer hit me later. Uh, let's see, the last wedding I went to, oh, actually, that was a, the brief marriage between Betty Crocker and Mr. Clean. Let's just say they consummated the marriage while they were still at the altar. And Mr. Clean earned his nickname. He's not a hair on that man's body. His testicles look like two cue balls. And Betty, on the other hand, well, looked like she had Lenny Kravitz in a leg lock. <laughs> Guys, this is my boyfriend, Nathan's 33rd birthday. Nathan is 33. We've been together for almost six years, so it mean a lot if you guys could give him a shout-out. How about a nice fat bong rip? And maybe the dirty Germans telling him how far the Seahawks are going to go this season. He's a huge fan. Uh, thanks, guys. That's from Sarah. Yeah, the Seahawks is your word about the 2023 season. Yeah, look, I, I believe they make it to the first round of the playoffs because the NFC is kind of weak, but I, I don't know that they make it past that. Yes, you know, as long as they have those fourth quarter stuff and say, uh, you know, cigarettes and the gets the wins, and much like uh, the Germans, you know, the, what's they call that? Uh, uh, good finishing. They come from behind. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> it was down as the fourth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Guys, today's my brother uh, Stephen's 40th birthday. He may be down in Disneyland with his family celebrating, but he hasn't given up on getting his drank on and riding all the rides to the point that his 40-year-old back has seized up on him uh, mid-trip. Uh, pro tip, read the signs that say if you are turning 40 while you are here, do not ride the rides. Uh, he is the best brother I could ask for. I love him to death. Uh, can he have an OG fish sandwich and the dirty Germans telling him to drink more despite his old body falling apart? Thanks, friends. That from Suzanne. Do I get a fish sandwich? Yeah, of course you should keep drinking, especially if your body's falling apart because the alcohol helps numb the pain. Also, if you get drunk when you fall down, you can blame it on the alcohol, not your poor old pissant back. Yeah, the funny thing is, is that's uh, that old railroad ride. It claims a lot of victims. <laughs> Somebody in my family who doesn't drink much and it threw out her back. And we had shots of tequila that night. Are you serious? Yeah, my Aunt Libby, it was bad one year. I don't know what it is about that train. It's supposed to be old timey. Careful. That's not the Aerosmith. The old timey no, train? Is it really? is Thunder Mountain or whatever? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just trucks. It's like one of the original. What's that? Is that Matterhorn? Matterhorn? No, not Matterhorn. No, I think it is Thunder it's Mountain. Not it's not Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah, I think you're out. right. It's Thunder Mountain. Yeah. And like, like I said, I, I love my... She's just not a big drinker. And that mm-hmm. night, we're sitting out of the pool, and she's like, Teddy, will you go get us some shots? And I was like, I would love to. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Give me your card. <laughs> yeah. All of it, y'all. My name is Leon. Today is my 44th birthday. I own my own business, so I don't know why I signed myself up to work today. Because you're an idiot. Love listening to the show. You guys are funny and hilarious and uh, make me laugh most of the time. <laughs> So, can I get some turtle sex, uh, a fart, and the dirty Germans uh, keep doing what you guys have been doing? Thanks, guys. That from Leon. Yeah, Leon, I don't want to tell you uh, what we'll be doing tonight for your birthday, but you'll be a good Leon to pee on. And that is what you'll sound like from your backside. Yeah, the name Leon just sparks so many good memories in my my German brain. (laughs) So it was once a man who was uh, a flu, not a fluent, uh, Leon. There's a lot of Leons. Hell, I even saw a Leon once so scared that a black man turned white. <laughs> Leon Sphinx. Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, guys, here you go. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, to you, to you. Yaz, a dirty German, brought to you by Men's Room Original Sausage. Available through Uli's world-famous sausage, mensroomlive.com, and other fine retailers. Mmm, uh, Schweineflash. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Terry Daly, what's happening? You guys, I am so excited for Live Night. Live, yeah. day, live day goes to prom night. And here's, you, uh, we have an issue. What's that? I rented a dress. You rented a dress? I rented a dress for the occasion. And I'm not going to be able to eat anything after today if I'm going <laughs> to wear this dress on Saturday. Right? Don't right? they send you two sizes? No, it's not the it's not rent the runway, Ted. Oh, it's a different one. Doesn't uh, doesn't Kim Kardashian have a thing for that? Where you just, Maybe uh, put a tube on. Oh, skims. Oh, skims. Oh, skims. Yeah, there you go. You guys, it, I mean, it was it was a 
It was an effort. Brad and I had to together hold the side zip together, and I thought he was going to get my skin, which is actually more just a love handle. But you know, we got we got the zipper all the way up. So you pop out of that bad boy. Uh, I, I'm so scared. Like if you move, are you scared that this thing's going to bust open? I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be able to wear it in the car. I'm going to have to change when I get there. So no pizza for you for the rest no of the week. Pizza. No pizza. I'm not having booze. I'm avoiding oh, salt. Man. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> not even Jesus. salt. Yeah. So this is yeah. This is what's happening. It's very serious. You're going to go in there like. A weigh in, you know. Yeah. He's like, "Oh God, I'm gonna pass out." Uh, He's got to rehydrate. Just cutting, exactly. cutting. Exactly. What are they, it's the three S's. You're supposed to sweat. What is it? Ted? Sex. <laughs> and then an S. That's the other S. So that I'll save that for the uh, very uh, end. Maybe some, maybe some egg slides are in your future for the week. You, you should start dipping. Yeah. There you you go. How did you lose all that weight? Well, oh God. So Terry just shared stop. with us that she's going to be pooping her ass off for the next few days. But she'll look good in that dress. dress. Oh yeah. It's going to yeah. be awesome, guys. I can't wait. By the way, uh, Castle told us yesterday, and uh, we mentioned it yesterday, but uh, there are just a few tickets left. So if you want to join us, Snow Columbia Casino this Friday night as a live day goes to prom night. Mm-hmm. Get to KISW.com right now. Join us. It's going to be a great time. Any saxophone action for you? I have actually passed that duty on to VD. You have? VD Ooh. is wow. going to do a sax song. I'm off the hook, but my husband has been called up mm-hmm. to sing, to maybe sing with the nice. KISW. Well, original, one thing so. about VD, we all know he blows. So yeah. he's pretty good at that. <laughs> he is full pretty, of hot air. Yes, sir. That's a fact. Absolutely. <laughs> and he sax pretty bad. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes. Uh, so today, speaking of bad, uh, we are going to get into the 10 most hated records in rock. Now, when you did Live Day and you did uh, Red Festival before, you have played Careless Whisper from Wham. Now, my thought was, in, in the times you played it, you played it in front of a bunch of bikers, you played it in front of... The most amazing uh, sight I will ever yeah. say is playing Careless Whisper, and you were there for this, biker bar, and I mean, these dudes, they all look like garden gnomes and black leather. Mm-hmm. When we started playing that song... To watch all of them dance and shimmy to frickin' wham. I'm like, this is unbelievable. But not a song I like at all. Never did. But when you guys played it, I <laughs> really? realized it, no, it just wasn't one of my favorites growing up. I, you know, I'm with Miles. I will say that it's not my favorite song, but man, it's real fun to play on bass. And I hate those moments where I'm like, I, sh- I want to hate this song, but I'm really enjoying playing the song that I don't want to hear. Can't and, hate it. Can't yeah, hate it. Originally, a moment there, yes. <laughs> but these are songs. Hey, look, we were talking about this in the office. There are a lot of songs that we hate, and uh, we, we play, we, a, lot we play a lot of them. Mm-hmm. The so we couldn't play. So for the purposes of the, between myself, Miles, and Taryn, we're throwing out songs that we don't like in rock, and we're all like. But we play it. So, like, mm-hmm. every rose yeah. has its thorn. I uh-huh. freaking hate it. Well, we're, we're just... Here's the deal. Ultimate Classic Rock came out with a list. They have eight songs. So all we were trying to do was <laughs> fill nine and ten. So we're thinking Crash Test Dummies. Mm-hmm. I hated that. I hate that. I hated that song. It sucked. Uh, what was another song? Every there? Rose Has Its Thorn, but we played uh, it. Peaches from Presidency of the United States, Under the Bridge. I'm a, I'm a Chili Pepper apologist. Mm-hmm. That song blows. So people love it. It's their biggest hit ever. I and know. typically that happens. Pour but some sugar on me. All those songs. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Taryn started throwing out U2. Because they I know mean, you hate much U2. Any, oh, yeah. Pretty much any U2 yeah. song. When I hear Love Bites, I'm like, what does that mean? Love Bites. It's so stupid. Right. But that was yeah. the problem. And I we had a lot Leopard. of suggestions to fill out those last two. <laughs> But uh, but tell us what you think of our uh, first selection that we got to pick from at number 10. Right? 10, number 10. In the children. Ah, the blood comes pouring out of the oh. ears. What's wrong with the white lion? <laughs> why do they, why do they, uh, what's the right music? Influenced by and directly written after Live Aid. 
Oh, is that what this mm-hmm, was? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. thanks. a pick-me-up. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Starving kids in Africa. Let's write a song about them. When the kids in Although, the Thank only you. thing I enjoy about the song is that Castle always says this is the ultimate song to play at a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Five bucks if you can have sex to this song. I know, dude. It's just... Just, he'd just be so distracted like his poor kids. This is the wrong tempo for any sort of thrust in. It really so is. So how do we do in our first pick? Uh, I think so far so okay. good. All right. I think we nailed it. These are the 10 most hated records in rock. Nine, number nine. Show me how you feel. Uh, you like this one too, Mike. Damn it, man. So this sucks. So apparently when Extreme was out on tour with Aerosmith, they were like, well, we're with Aerosmith. We can't play the song. And Steven Tyler told them, like, you play this song. These people want to hear this song. They only know this wholehearted. Right. You should only be playing for 10 minutes. Play the hit. It's a hit. I'm pretty sure this is the song years ago in Baltimore. I said to my buddy, I go, it's Melissa Etheridge gets a lot of play. Yeah. Like, this is not <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. It does sound like it's Gary Sharon. You know what sucks, man? I just read today Living Color might be going out on tour. I'm like, cool, with Extreme. No. And I instantly, I was like, I, no. bet, I bet they're pretty good live. I really do. I mean, I don't like this song, but I bet the band But is they're going to so. play this. That's they're gonna, going to that's, play it. That's, that's when you the go beer use song. the bathroom. That's, that's the beer song. Beer. That's when you step <laughs> yeah, outside. Dude, they're going to play it at the end. You know what it's coming. <laughs> Smoke yeah. a cigarette. Something. <laughs> These are the 10 most hated songs in rock. Eight. Number eight. I love you. Mike's happy is, again. This is ultimate classic rock. When I was a kid, I, I thought this song was okay. The more I listen to it growing up, the more I think it sucks. But Apparently, we were like five years old when it came well, out. And Paul McCartney has not performed this song live since Wings kind of disbanded in like the early 80s. So he hasn't played this in 40 odd years. He did a climate pledge. Oh, he did? He did a climate no pledge. No way. And he also did Someone's Knocking at the Door, Someone's Ringing the Bell. Oh and my about, God. And I about threw up in my seat. I thought he kind of swore off of this song and I'm not sure why. Because I think it was like his 27th number one hit in, in the United States or something like I that. I think it was the nostalgia of it. It was yeah. his last tour for the most oh, part. Oh, yeah. I just figured I'll play the hits for the people. These Thanks, are the uh, 10 most hated songs in rock. Seven, number seven. <laughs> <laughs> the older I get, the more I like it. Now, Tarek, you immediately said, I yes, like this I one. like Mr. Roboto. I have a soft spot for sticks. <laughs> it's cheesy. It is so cheesy. Secret, secret. And how, I mean, how can you not just secrets. dance a little bit? Oh, come on. Tell me uh, the secret. Shut uh, up. But I guess this song was a little bit of a curse for the band because they did not have another top five hit no. for eight years after they released oh, no. Mr. Here's, Roboto. Here's a secret, secret, Dennis. They're kicking your ass out of the band. <laughs> <laughs> secret, secret. Ten most hated songs in rock. Six. Number six. Oh my god, I hate this song, man. I, what? I, I like this. No, you don't. Are you guys going to add man. some of these songs to the men's room radio? No, it's not a band No, shut up, <laughs> Also, this song was co-written by Bernie Taupin, who just got into the Rock and Roll oh, nice. Hall of Fame like two weeks ago for like you know contributions to music. Worst so. song he's ever written. Worst song that? he's ever yep. written. Easily. Wow. Ten most hated songs in rock. Five, number five. Shiny I do like Kate Pearson from the B-52s, and I cannot believe that she agreed to do this. Do you want to know? This This could have been a real game changer. This was originally going to be the theme song for Friends. It was the theme song of the pilot episode. It sounds And then like they switched it, yeah. to, uh, what is it, the Rembrandts Rem- or whatever Rem- it is? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, dodge that bullet, Even I guess. the Friends knew it sucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of those songs sucked, though. <laughs> 
These are the 10 most hated songs in rock. Four, number four. <laughs> Mike and Ted are having the best day. I mean, ever. I love Billy Joel, but this one's not his like top stuff. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, now you guys finally. Have you guys, have you guys heard the remake? No. no. Somebody updated oh, all the other it was stuff. Like Fallout Boy or Good uh, Charlotte might have been. Yeah. They they updated the lyrics to a lot more current issues of where the oh. fire just keeps on burning. Honestly. Well, so there's actually a podcast called We Didn't Start the Fire. And every week they pick a different subject from this song and like bring in an expert to talk about the cultural significance of that subject, which I think is hilarious. That's a pretty good idea. Much more interesting than the song. Yes. These are the 10 most hated songs in rock. Number three. And I I gotta agree with this. I'm a Phil Collins apologist. This was hot garbage. <laughs> also, what's number one? I don't know, man. I have a friend who still calls who still calls me when I'm on the air, and this is what she requests every time. Oh 206803 Rock, can I hear Sue Studio? Like, get no. out of here. No. Leave me alone. You. No. Ten most hated songs in rock. Two, number two. mind this Beach Boys song that much, but it just reminds me that I'm broke and I'm not going on vacation, so. And you're talking about places I'd like to be. Yeah. I don't really like the Beach Boys, so while I think the song sucks, it's it's kind of what I pictured with the Beach Boys. When I was a kid, we every road trip anywhere, we played a Beach Boy CD, and we played the crap out of this song. We <laughs> used to play oh, wait, That's how song. young Mike is. On yeah. road trips, they were listening to CDs, right. all right? <laughs> Mike, when I was in senior in high school, Beach Week, we blared this. It was like yeah, rap right. in this. You guys are killing me. Right. Oh, you guys are yeah. killing me today. Uh, no wonder you didn't have a prom. Oh. <laughs> These are the 10 most hated songs in rock. One, number one. But I think another good video, right? It's not the worst. I mean, yeah, but honestly, it's the, Bruce Willis is what ruined this song for me because that was the saddest movie ever. <laughs> Armageddon. Armageddon is so sad. Have you seen like oh. Schindler's List? Oh. I mean, that's come so, on, man. That soundtrack has to suck because it's got Armageddon from Aerosmith. Have on you seen Oh Death Leopard? Yes. Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> God, this is the suckiest soundtrack ever. Admittedly, not the oh best Aerosmith God. song, but not a bad song at all. Okay, it's thanks for that, I guess, Darren. You didn't get a merit badge yeah. of music, did you? We will, uh, <laughs> we will see you coming up here at uh, 6 o'clock. you got more Green Day and Smashing Pumpkins tickets. You know this. Speaking of bands that Steve and I both hate. <laughs> <laughs> feeling the love, guys. Yes. Yeah. Really but you know what? At least today I got the time out at the right time. So yes. I'm feeling pretty good about myself today. You know what I'm saying? Okay, then. <laughs> Show of the day is uh, coming up. You are listening to The Men's Room. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. All right, so come and men's will drink and toast for the shower of the day. And we do have your headlines on the way at 550. But first, quick tell you on my pod and some of the stories and headlines he is not working on. Thank you, Miles. I, uh, Ikea is recalling more than 25,000 mirrors. Saying mirrors. they rub... Yes. They make you look fatter. Saying they run the risk of falling off the wall and oh. breaking. <laughs> Okay, well, that's because a problem. Because they looked at your fat ass. <laughs> yeah. Man, I used to have a fat mirror for a while. You had a fat mirror? I had a fat was mirror. Was it like intentionally a fat mirror? No, I was fat. 
Oh. <laughs> Isn't that just a mirror? Yeah, I was just looking at the reflection. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a mirror. I do want to put a funhouse mirror somewhere. I was like, somewhere. what was it, like, below you? Like, the worst angle? Dude, he did do this weird thing where he just, like, I went, and then I looked in a regular mirror, I'm like, I'm fat. I'm not that fat. <laughs> That's a lie, damn it. My wife gets mad. We have a, a full-length mirror in the bedroom. That was my fat mirror. But it, it uh... It's like on a stand, so you can adjust the angle. I am taller than her, so I angle it up so that I can see myself. Sure. So it was about two weeks ago. She's like, God damn it, can you stop doing that? I said, I'm just trying to see myself in the mirror. She goes, no, but at the angle you have it at, I always look fat. Oh, no. And I was like, and I thought about it. I go, okay, that makes sense. I never gave that any thought at all. But she's like, yeah, the angle that you put it at, oh, you see Oh, you know that person who wants to take a selfie. They say, no, raise your hand as yeah, high and bring calm it up. down yep. so I look as fat as I am. Yep. I'm like, all right, you're right. I'm doing it from the knees I, and we're looking up. Yeah. But, I, but I was the one who said that. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same people that when you go to take the selfie, they, they pull their shirt up here. Yeah, something like that. Right? I come on, man. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there are many tricks. Why, why pull the shirt up? Pulls the double chin out. You actually pull it up over your chin. You're like, hiding the, the other oh, chin, Ted. Come oh, on, man. Scroll beard. That's what I did. That's what I did. I actually have a jawline now. (laughs) I wear sweats. (laughs) The only one I don't like, right? Like I, I, like it's just like don't put a filter on me. Nobody right. thinks my skin is that clear. Oh, like, it's obvious it's a filter. Right. Oh, let them have that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. 21% of people say they toss food after it passes its expiration date, regardless of how it looks and smells. They say 60% of basically landfills is old food. Yeah. That would be shocked. The people waste. Right. And then on the other side of that, 21% of people completely disregard the expiration date and they give it the smell taste test. And give that, it the I'm, smell I'm taste test because yeah. they, they're making an estimation. This is not Correct. a guarantee that on the state goes, but they don't right. know, but they're estimating this. And then there's a difference between sell by and use by. Correct. I also, that <laughs> that tells me when I'm able to eat stuff out of the fridge, because my wife is the one where if the expiration date was yesterday, throw the damn thing out. For me, it's like, we probably got another month left on that. <laughs> exactly. So then I get my I get my pickings of whatever's in the I would fridge. Th- like, I, right, like the sell-by date, I'm like, all right. The one I screw up on is like, actually, look, I'll just tell you what it is. I got a larger container of cottage cheese than usual, and I kind of <laughs> left it in there, but I'm like, I already opened it. I got to throw it out now. Yeah. Was it bad? Or are you estimating you, it's bad? Yeah, basically? I gave it the. I gave it. I just gave it the. Okay, trust your it, nose. It already doesn't look great. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. It looks like someone already ate mozzarella, spit it into a bucket, and gave right. it to you. There was one time I was. Uh, I remember we were taking the dog out for a walk, and I, I needed to get something in my, in my gut, so I think I grabbed like a slice of bread or something like that, and I started munching on it when we were on the walk, and then I got that really dirty taste. I went, oh, the Mold. bread's turn. Yep. Bread's yep, turn. yep. 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 That's a nasty. I've done that it. before myself. Yeah. Like, oh my god, what is in my mouth? And it tastes just like. Dirt too. It tastes like literal soil. But it's dirt that'll kill you. Right. I also go with will I feed it to someone else? Yeah, but I don't like it. Right, because sure. I don't know why I'm willing to put stuff in my body, but I'm like, wait a minute. Like if Mike and his wife would hear, would I serve them this? <laughs> <laughs> this That's a good pink, call, dude. This pink chicken. Oh. oh. You ever go to someone's house and they have fowl and they did not cook it all the way for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'll take the wing. <laughs> and that person went to cooking school, too. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. The average American says thank you 2,200 times a year. Oh, good. I hope more. For real. Although VD was just upset. He uh, he held the door open for people to walk into the building. That is absolutely rude. Four of them. And he goes, it's 
first thing he says, one of them said thank you. Oh, yeah. One of them. And then he said more, but I'll leave it at that. No, I, I won't. My, I drive my wife nuts because we'll be walking, and if, if you, we're walking down the sidewalk, somebody that was, is walking in the other direction, morning, and they just stone face yeah. me, and I just sit there like, I guess I wasn't here. Yeah, I mean, it's like, come on, man. I, I'm not. Come on. And so they, I, I try to pound it into my kid. Just have manners. It's a right. small, easy thing to do, but right. sometimes you'd be shocked. It just makes someone's day. Absolutely. That's all it takes, man. Uh, we talked earlier today about, uh, we've covered all day, honestly, about just old school stuff, whether you like it or not, whether yeah. you still have it, whether you still have it in practice. And I've got actually a list of my own here that pertains to it. The Men's Room Top 10. The Men's Room Top 10. 10 things boomers were allowed to do as kids that they would never allow their kids to do. How about hitchhiking? Hmm. Yep. When my dad was in his 20s, he hitchhiked from Illinois to Utah. Psychopath. You get in my car today as a stranger. There's a good chance I'll be finding pieces of you across 14 states. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so these are things that boomers were allowed to do as kids that they would never allow their kids to do. Last on the list, handling fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the sp- you can hold the sparkler, but it right. stops there. But the firecrackers that you're tossing, <laughs> the mortar tube that you And the thing is, if people. you are a self-respecting kid, you only do that stuff when there's no parental supervision. Correct. Roman candle wars were a huge thing. If right? you're in the army, you learn how to shoot a mortar. Right. <laughs> these, these are made in a factory in China. <laughs> Riding bicycles without helmets. I yep. still do well, that. Well, that's, that's not smart. Yeah, we didn't know. Sure. We didn't do anything with helmets. You know what they did? They put a big flag, Mike, on the back yeah. of our bike yeah. just so we were visible. <laughs> so the more important part was to be visible than actually if you fell off the bike. As it crashed. How about uh, right there alongside of it, riding in the back of a pickup truck? I'm guilty. Yeah. 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 I did it when I was a kid. I thought it was a ton of fun. That's how we got to baseball practice. <laughs> we loved it. You had to do something good to be rewarded with putting your life in danger. Absolutely. But we would but do you whatever you want. Like, we're doing you, it. You have to remember inertia if you come out of that and what that, how your body whips. Yep. In the back of your head. Yep. Chris Henry scenario, right? I think that's more on the parent, too. Driving. Yeah, yeah, at that point. Put it on the driver. Yeah, the last time I did it was not that long ago. You, I had to lay completely flat. So that you were not legally seen? Correct. Yeah, so I was going to say, this is not about your safety. This is about legality. <laughs> uh, they say brewing beer. Well, someone, said that, brew beer. someone said that they brewed their own beer when they were 15. Damn. Awesome. I mean, if my kid's yeah, 15. Great learning skill. No, but yeah. It's just cooking. Once yeah. they're legal, all they do, if you want to brew beer, your dad will let you brew beer. You want to roll me a joint, kid? Go ahead. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, skip- <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man. Like, I'm like, really? Kids were brewing beer? That seems a little bit of a stretch. Uh, skipping class with permission. That's because you're with your parents doing something that, that's bigger than that one day of school. Right. Sure. Yeah, like opening day of baseball. Correct. Yeah. Kids went to the Ravens again. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they missed yeah. the Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just pulled them out. And they were okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Right. Wait, you're going to take me to a football game on the other side of the country, and I miss a day of school? I'm like, yeah. They're like, we get like a, in. We get like one or two personal days a year if you want to take your uh, yeah. birthday off, whatever. Same for the kid. Absolutely, dude. They, they, No questions asked. Just If it's, if it's on me, then... 
we're we're doing something right. fun. I do think that stuff's funner as a kid too, because he's an adult, right? Like we get vacation time, but like you still think about work. Yeah, As opposed to being a kid, do. like if you're not at school, they it. do not think about it. It does not exist <laughs> in their world. Man. At all. If school's in their mind, it's how they're bragging to their friends about what they just went off and did. Lunch, <laughs> lunch will not suck today. Oh, facts, dude. Honestly, I love going to the dentist in the middle of the day because you missed half your classes and you got pizza on the way out. I loved it when my parents scheduled anything like that during. Hell yeah, dude. Oh man, just like thank hey, you. Hey, right. it's one of the great things about being student government in high school. A lot of the meetings are during school. Nice. I love to be in your class. It's a, it's a period. Yeah, I'm dead serious. Uh, things boomers were allowed to do as kids, but that would uh, never allow their kids to do. They call this one crossing gate felony. It says, we'd hang out by the busiest railroad crossing in town, and if you take a pair of jumper cables and connect the two rails together, it activates the crossing gates. Damn. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with those, though. <laughs> okay, and then my old man talked about, you know, putting a penny on the tracks and just seeing that get smashed out yeah. flat. Like, the railroad was a place to hang out back back in the day. Yeah. It was. I mean, but the other thing, there wasn't a whole lot other going on. There's no social media. There's no video games. It's like, you had to go find fun, and if there's a railroad track nearby, that is your fun. Yeah. And even like sport, you gotta remember, you couldn't watch sports that weren't in your market if there were sports on TV at yeah. all. Yeah. Sure. Damn world. Uh, they go with uh, not brushing teeth. This gal says, my mom never taught me how to uh, how when I was little. Quote, her what? baby teeth are just going to fall out anyway. I'll teach her when she's older. <laughs> no, you need to get in the habit. Oh, the only Especially- thing I would say to my kid, two things. One, and I said this yesterday to a group of children I did not know, push the toothpaste from the back. Two, try to actually get the toothpaste in your mouth. I look right. at the sink and I'm like, guys. How was all the toothpaste that was on your brush in the sink? Did any of it enter not, your mouth? Not to mention kids are up close all the doggone time. That that breath has just got to be coming after you. They want to hug you. They yeah. feel bad. Well, when you have to remind them to do a basic hygienic activity, then yes. Yes. Child smoking comes in at number two. <laughs> yes. Come on. Yes, that's good. Right? Jesus. I mean, look, my mom's mother smoked. I don't know that she ever gave my mom a cig as a kid. Okay. Right. But, but I guess you're right. Back then, a 15-year-old smoking wouldn't have seemed that weird. This one said my parents bought me a pack of cigarettes every other day when I was 13. But you have to remember, at that time, four to five doctors recommend right. seriously. I like, think, this brand of cigarettes. I think we all know somebody we who smoked do, at 13. Uh, we used to, we'd steal uh, peach schnapps. Drink that. Nice! One cigarette would give you the biggest buzz you've ever had in your life. Mm. But then the number one thing that boomers were allowed to do as kids that they would never allow their kids to do... And that is flying solo as a minor. This one says, my parents put oh, me on an airplane that. from Peru to USA to visit my grandmother, whom I had never met for a month. I was seven years old at the time. I would do it. So I would do it because like, it, you're going to be taken care of. But uh, 1976, they had an attendant yeah. that would look after you and give you wings, perch you up in the best seat possible, and took care of bringing you. Bring you up to see the pilot. And the woman was freaking a smoke show. <laughs> and it was what awesome. age do you think it'd be awesome. fine now? I feel like a 10-year-old awesome. could do it. 10 should be good. We had the opportunity to do it with our kids this summer. All right? So just the way my vacation time versus where they needed to see their cousins, blah, blah, blah. So my wife said to the kids, hey, we're going to put you on a flight. You're going to be picked up by your grandparents in uh, in Philadelphia. My daughter was like, cool. My son, no. Really? Do, you, you, see, I would think that we're You're going to be on the flight. No. he He's a family man. If one of us is not traveling with him, it does not matter. He would not. I mean, he was implacable in this. I'm like, dude, you get no parental supervision for like six, seven. Don't care. 
no. Yep. Like, Jesus I, God. I feel it, man. Yeah, I he was it. very much like, I now, will not do now it. Now you know he's a he's he loves his parents. That's right. Yes, he does. A woman in Tasmania had to call out of work, and the reason had the whole office laughing. Miles. What was that? Tell you all about it at five fifty. Thank you, sir. Headlines are coming up at five fifty. In the meantime, it's going to contest on the line for profile. That's a two zero six eight zero three rock.